joining us today at KFAI Radio, 90.3 FM, Minneapolis, Radio Without Boundaries, streaming at kfai.org. You're listening to Messages from the Drum. I'm Beverly Bushyhead, your host and guide for the next bit. I'm an enrolled member of the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians and grew up in Cherokee, North Carolina, on my tribe's original lands. I live now in St. Paul, Minnesota. Messages from the Drum is an educational and public awareness program about indigenous people on this continent. It is an effort to claim the narrative of the indigenous people in our own word. Some information has been missing or misrepresented through public education. This program intends to set the record straight for our listeners. This is Beverly Bushyhead, Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians, and your host at Messages from the Drum. Today we're talking with special guest Shelly Diaz. Shelly is a Malax Band of Ojibwe tribal member. Shelly, is there anything more you'd like to tell us about yourself? Anibuju, thank you for having me. Um, I am the Urban Liaison and Project Coordinator for the Chief Executive Office, and also a representative on a co-creator's table for the U.S. Census working in hard-to-count and historically undercounted communities. We're talking with Shelley about the 2020 Census. What would you say to Native folks who wonder why they should participate in the Census and what it does for their life? It's not just about counting the population. It's the count that determines for the next 10 year, how tribes will be getting funding um, from anything from Medicare to school lunches. Many of the federal programs that are treaty obligations to tribes are guided by the data from the census. So if we are not counted, we do not exist as far as the federal government is concerned. Mm-hmm. I can understand what you're saying. Um, numbers equal funding. As you know, our Native nations haven't had a positive outcome or history with the United States government. Can they trust this census process? Yes. There is laws in place, and employees take oath that they will keep all of the information that they receive confidential. Under Title 13 of the U.S. Code, the Census Bureau cannot release any identifiable information about households, individuals, businesses, and even to law enforcement agencies. Are there folks in community who can help our community members complete the census forms? I heard that those forms are online. What are options if that isn't easy or accessible for tribal members? Okay, so maybe I can uh, give you the timeline of how the uh, census uh, day will go. Okay. Census day is, I'm sorry, April 1st, 2020. So beginning in March, there's going to be an invitation sent out to households um, inviting you to respond online to the U.S. Census. Um, And then towards the end of March, there'll be a reminder letter sent out. And there will be people uh, that are hired by the U.S. Census, hopefully community members from the community so they can go help people. Uh, There'll be libraries that will have computers available. And uh, 
complete count committees is what they're called. The state has gotten really good uh, efforts going and there's like 130 different complete count committees that have folks from communities that will help people be sure to complete the census forms. Okay, you know, I'm thinking about like, for example, um, the grandmas and grandpas and how easy it really is for them. Do you think there's ways that makes it convenient for them, especially like in rural areas? Absolutely, there'll be libraries. Um, like in Mille Lacs, we are going to form a complete count committee where we'll have uh, community members come together so that they can go out and educate and at census day they can help people fill out their form. There'll be events, uh, we'll be going to uh, elder meetings uh, with, the, with the sample form. It's 10 questions, takes like maybe 10 minutes to fill out depending on how many people you have in your household. Nice, that, that is easy. Have you heard anything from community that you believe the census could help with? So as you know, uh, numbers equal money. And so they've, I've heard from community members that it's extremely important, especially with this administration, to be sure that we are counted. Because if our numbers go down, our funding goes down they get out of their treaty obligations. Mm. I see. I, I really appreciate that. So representation, numbers, equal funding and resources for our communities. You have mentioned, uh, I heard you in a, a recent community meeting, that Native folks should only check the box that indicates American Indians specifically, even if they are Indian and other races. Tell us the importance of this. The federal government changed the way they identify race now. Um, they can, you can pick more than one box. And by doing so, you risk the chance of being categorized as uh, two or more races, multiple race box, um, which waters down the numbers of Native American. They have categorized uh, if you pick native only, native in another one or more race, and if you pick the one or more race, they will put you in multiple race category. And it's just all the way from the native, uh, the National Congress of American Indians to pick one tribe, one race, and that way we will be counted as natives. And just to let you know that it is not up to the federal government to determine who is a Native American. Every sovereign nation determines who is an enrolled member in their tribe. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. So in Minnesota, what is the impact of the census for natives in this state? Well, most of our tribes do have uh, treaties with the federal government. Um, part of those obligations are the federal funding that we receive to uh, assist our tribal members. Um, health and Human Services, we got education, we got um, housing. Mm -hmm. So those are the big three. There's several more. There's lots of ways that you know we, we get our federal funding from the 
U.S. government. Mm -hmm. So as you said earlier, representation, those numbers equal funding, which help with resources throughout our community in rural and in urban areas. How did you get involved with the census? Why is this work important to you? Well, like I said, I, uh, I was directed by my chief executive to uh, lead the efforts in Malax for um, getting the census uh, work out. And I was approached by uh, a place called the Grassroots Solution. They are contracted by the Minnesota Council of Foundations. They are doing work to increase participation and completion of the census work in the historically undercounted communities. We are the ones that really rely on federal funding to uh, service the programs that we offer to our, to our uh, community members. And so I am on this, it's called the co-creation table, and it's part of the Minnesota Census Mobilization Partnership. There's 14 different organizations that are involved, and they are all consist of historically undercounted communities i.e. Uh, people of color and indigenous people. Mm -hmm. We have uh, representation from Somali, uh, Hmong, Latino communities, um, African immigrants, and so forth. I am the tribal rep on the co-creator table and we will be establishing a tribal hub so that I'm working with uh, 10 of the 11 tribes in the state we have a coalition going so that we can all uh, work together, we're partnering together so that we be sure that we are counting all of our community members, tribal members, um, all on reservation, greater Minnesota and in the urban area. <laughs> so I think it's very important to me, making sure that you complete the census shows that you are counted, that you count, mm. and that you are at the table to be sure they know that we exist and we're here. And I know there's more than whatever number they have out there. I know there's more natives in our population than they um, have counted. Mm -hmm. In fact, uh, Red Lake had challenged the census and they did their own census. They came up with the number, gave it to the U.S. feds. So the, their population, they had more, their uh, population increased, which resulted in increase in federal funding. That's great. You know, I know that being indigenous is not a racial identity, despite the fact that a lot of times we are organized and clumped that way um, through political offices and, and um society's sort of categories. It's a political status. Being a Native American is a political status. From that perspective, what will result from this campaign for Census 2020? Well, like you said, we do have government-to-government -government relationship with the federal government, and we need to think of this census as being our census, that by completing the census, we're exercising our sovereignty. So when you fill out the census form, be sure that the head of household is, is native. It's, the household is determined by the head of household. So make sure you check Native American only and be sure that you include all of your children on the form. 
uh, kids are very undercounted and we need those numbers for you know Head Start, for daycare, for uh, school lunches, all of those programs. So. Great. I look forward to seeing new numbers and representation for Indian Country as a result of this work. I hope you're successful in making Natives more visible and represented in resources and policy possibilities. That's our representation so that we get our needs met in, in all the areas we re exist in. Um, are there, thanks for sharing your thoughts with us. Are there any last thoughts or comments you'd like to share with our listeners before we end today? Yes, I would. So there's uh, some websites that are really uh, worth your while to go check out. You'll get all the information you need. Um, there's the U.S. Census uh, Bureau uh, website, uscensus.gov. Um, the National Congress of American Indians also has an organization going called IndianCountryCounts.org. If you go on there and if you pledge to be counted in the U.S. Census, you will get this awesome t-shirt. If you go online, you can see it. You get an awesome t-shirt representing your nation. And uh, it's a really nice shirt. They, they'll send it to you. I'm waiting for mine in the mail and I will post that on post that on Facebook as soon as I get it. But it'll say on it, uh, our people, our nation, our future. And then it'll mm -hmm. say, I am Malak's band member and I count. So it's a really nice shirt. I'd really like to encourage, I'd really like to encourage people to open conversations with your family and friends about the U.S. Census and how important it is for us to be counted um, get involved in your community complete count committees and just uh, be informed and be counted. That's fantastic. I count. You know, the, all the research has been, been showing that Native people are, are not visible, and so this will be helpful in, in those particular efforts. Um, thank you for sharing your thoughts for Indigenous people on messages from the drum. I'm really honored to spend this time with you learning more about the census for 2020. Um, I really appreciate you. It's been a really rich conversation. Thank you. And I'd like to give a shout out to all of the Native partners out there. We got NACTI, we've got the city of Minneapolis, Little Earth, Phillips Community. Um, everybody is Everybody is involved in getting the census out there and everybody understands how important it is for us to be counted. I also want to give a shout out to my co-workers Al Olson and Rick Smith. They were also very active in the co-creators table and getting our uh, tribal coalition together. I'm also involved with the co-creators table which is uh, organized by the Minnesota Census Mobilization Partnership that was headed by the Minnesota Council of Foundations. You're welcome. Thank you. Chi miigwech. On Messages from the Drum, we share stories at all levels and welcome your ideas and suggestions. There are several ways to let us know at KFAI what you'd like and want to hear more of. The email address is messagesfromthedrum at gmail.com. The KFAI station phone number is 612-341-3144. Or you could like Messages from the Drum Facebook page and comment or message from there. We're winding down our show. 
This has been Beverly Bushyhead, and that's it for Messages from the Drum at KFAI Radio. I've enjoyed spending this time with you, and I'll be here again. Meet you at the drum. Mm-hmm.